2: the place, have a laugh and save your soul, this is the place, don't have to put a meeting to stand in line, no ticket to buy, no paper to sign, you found it, this is the place.
3: Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, a very special broadcast The topic this week, facing new seasons of life in our recovery, dedicated to Margie and Marv Ramsey.
2: Welcome. To the. Human race. Come
3: on, That's right.
2: This, this is the place. place.
3: Welcome one and all to another fine episode of the Take12 Recovery radio show broadcasting to you via the internet on all major podcasting platforms, from the studios of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Denver is here. Howdy. Wave Denver. Howdy. Margie's here. <laughs>
0: Good
3: morning. And Marv. Howdy. There they are. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Marv Ramsey.
0: Yep.
3: We're going to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, Welcome to the show. The topic uh, this week, again, is facing new seasons of life. And uh, this show is dedicated to uh, Margie and Marv because this this is their last show here at Take 12 Recovery Radio. Mm. Uh, We were talking about it. Marv. I think from what we can gather, you've been a co host on this show for about eight years. Yeah. Um I maybe so. maybe even longer. Um and Margie, what, about a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you guys you guys well you didn't meet on this show. You you met in your twelve step fellowship, right? Right. Right? Yep. And uh, you know, something happened. <laughs> something <laughs> happened something mysterious uh and they fell in love and they got married yesterday yep, yep. yesterday <clears throat> and they <clears throat> flew to maui and got back today yeah. on, a,
0: on a private jet
4: the, the express flight <laughs>
0: yeah right
3: uh yeah so how many people well you know we have something in common you guys because um the day the day after marsh and i got married uh, I had a sing inspiration thing that I had to lead at like the veterans building or something. And my wife was like, are you serious? The day after our wedding, you're going to go do this, whatever it is. Well, you're doing the radio show the day after your marriage. So, uh, you know, Hey, what can I say? So we're honored that you're here and that, uh, you would spend your, (laughs) your last show with us. um, the day after you, you guys get married, it was it was a really nice. It was a it, uh, just the atmosphere was good. And a lot of cowboy hats. I saw a lot of hats. Right?
4: I liked it. Yeah, I felt it. Home. It
3: was
1: great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was kind of funny. <clears throat> Before the wedding started, the pastor was. We were. We had a ten minute rehearsal. <laughs> wow, you know. Yeah. So it, so if it, things seemed a little bit stilty right (laughs) that's part of the reason but i had a talk with him and he looks at me he says are you gonna wear that hat and in my mind i'm thinking i should not wear the hat i'm at god's house yeah you're in the sanctuary yeah this is a, a very serious ceremony right and i said well Steve, I said I, I'm not sure. I I'm thinking probably not. And he said, No, I think you ought to wear it. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that's I'm pretty cool.
3: <clears throat> yeah, that was good. It it was a wonderful ceremony and uh, just a huge congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I'm to,
0: glad you were there, both of you. Yeah. And marta. Yeah.
1: We well, I was really glad to see you guys there. Yeah. And I and let me say to um, all the people that were there. Um, they need to know that um, a lot of them I didn't know because they were Margie's friends Mm -hmm. and a lot of them she didn't know because they were my friends. Right. But I wanted to tell them, um, and this is a good opportunity, that because uh, we know them, Mm -hmm. our lives are enriched and uh, we're better people for knowing them. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, I was really impressed, too, because the pastor, when he when he in charged you guys with each other's care, then he in the the members of the audience with your care as well, which we see that at baby dedications where they charge the church with the care of the child, <clears throat> too. But to include everybody that was there in participating in the success of your life as well i really like that
0: yeah i love my pastor that's my church my home church and i'm really gonna miss it
3: i'll bet i'll bet so uh congratulations that's
4: Uh uh-oh
5: and now it's time for the monty man's
4: weekly Uh Wine. didn't didn't know where that was going
5: always has something Mm to whine about
4: stop crying
5: okay (laughs) (laughs) Stop
3: crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, my wine uh, is directly associated with you guys leaving.
2: Oh
5: no. Hey, I,
3: I am whining because uh, <laughs> I don't want to say goodbye. I just I just don't want to. Um but you know, it, this the topic is uh facing new seasons of life and this is a new season for you guys. It's a new season for Take 12 Recovery Radio. Um You know, we we are uh, prayerfully uh, researching on the hunt for new co-hosts, and we are leaving that totally up to God. Um, It just seems to, you know, when the microphone's ready, the co-host appears, (laughs) something like that. Um, So it's a new season for us as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, and, and so, but I, I can whine about it a little bit. I'm going to really, really miss you guys, you know, and it's, uh, it's, 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 it's hard, but I'm so happy for you. Um, and by the way, so in, in celebration of this, something that has been waiting, well, we've been broadcasting, we're well into our 16th year, uh, something that has been, um, people have wondered for a very long time. Who Cecil is. Yes. Even I I have
1: wondered. Have you?
3: Have (laughs) you? Not not hard. So so Take 12 Recovery Radio, (laughs) as of last week, is now home to (laughs) the Golden Golden Gnome, Gnome. which all this time people didn't realize this (laughs) is Cecil.
0: That makes sense. It really does. Cecil
3: the Golden Gnome.
0: Cecil the Golden Gnome. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: What do you think? What do you think, Denver? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> so you Denver
0: know has no issues. <laughs> I'm
3: I'm sure Cecil would probably gonna <laughs> chime in at some point. So I, I've watched this
5: since the beginning. Hey, almost. Monty Man, Monty oh. Man, may I interrupt just for a second? Okay, Cecil, go ahead. Yeah, good because I put together a little ditty for Margie and Marv <coughs> as kind of a going away message for them. Can can I sing it, please? Well,
3: go ahead. You're going to anyway.
5: All right. Here it goes. Here it goes. Hit it, maestro.
3: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: <laughs>
5: <clears throat> planet falls. Planet falls. Though so I've never been there myself. No, I've never been there before. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's going to be okay. Margie and Mar. Oh, Margie and Mar, You're going to make a bread. New life there. And if you don't come back to visit, we'll hunt you down. <laughs> That's right, margie and Marv. If you don't come back to visit us once in a while, we're gonna hunt you down like the cockroaches that you are. <laughs> and we're gonna smash you into the ground. <laughs> I believe it. We really are gonna miss you guys, though. We really are. Klamath Falls. Klamath Falls. You're gonna be much better. Margie and Marv, don't forget your sweaters. Cause it's so cold.
3: Alright, thank you Cecil Thank you wow. Cecil <laughs> oh, That was beautiful
0: <laughs>
3: Oh my goodness Take 12 Recovery Radio The home of Cecil the Golden Gnome Perfect <clears throat> My goodness <laughs> sakes Alright uh, Listen, I think we're going to take a, a short break And then we're going to come back And we're going to play a little game Does that sound right? Does that sound good? Denver, yeah. what do you think? I'm excited. A little little game? Are you? I'm excited. All right. All right. So uh, don't go away, everybody. Um, We'll be back here in just a minute.
1: You're listening to the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program, the Take 12
3: Recovery Radio Show on KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Hey everybody, check it out. It's the Monty Man from Take 12 Recovery Radio, and I am so excited to be welcoming Dr. Rob Kelly to the Take 12 Recovery Radio family for his show, The Rob Kelly Hour. Listen, Dr. Kelly has worked with thousands of people, including celebrities of film, music, and sports. And he has lectured at many high-profile universities and hospitals. And now, this world-renowned addiction specialist, well, he's coming to Take 12 Recovery Radio. So mark your calendars for Monday, March 22nd for the debut show of the Rob Kelly Hour. Right here at take12radio.com and all major podcasting platforms. It's the Rob Kelly Hour.
5: Too much God talk for you? Then you've tuned into the wrong station. This is Take 12 Recovery Radio. Uh
3: oh. And now. And now,
0: it's the Quiz of the Week.
3: That's right, everybody. It's time for that wonderful game show that Marv just loves. Yeah. Take 12 (laughs) Recovery Radio's Quiz of the Week, where we try to stump our co-hosts and you with trivia that means absolutely nothing and is worth absolutely zero. (laughs) Because we like to have fun in recovery. All right, this week's uh, Take 12 Trivia is Klamath Falls Trivia.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. We're in trouble. <laughs>
3: yeah, here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. We'll give Margie a first crack at it. Oh, um, okay, uh, uh, so there's there's two and a bonus. Uh, here's your first trivia question. Klamath Falls offers a variety of outdoor recreation, such as cross-country skiing, golfing, fishing, hunting, and canoeing. It is known for its splendid bird watching and is the home of the highest concentration of this feathered creature in the entire Pacific Northwest. Is it the peregrine falcon, the bald eagle, or the snowy owl? What do you think there, Margie?
0: Well, Monty... Uh, Since we've been uh, planning to move to Klamath Falls, I have to say I've done a lot of Googling. Okay. And I know for a fact (laughs) that the the answer is Bald Eagle. (laughs)
3: What do you think, Denver?
4: Gee, I thought we had the capital over here in Shed, Oregon. (laughs) But if you've Googled it, who can deny that? I'll go with Bald Eagle.
3: Okay,
1: Marv, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's probably it.
4: Think so? Okay.
1: Well, I think, yeah.
3: Okay. Yep, you guys are correct. Margie,
1: you are are correct.
3: It is the bald eagle. All right. Uh, Question number two. We'll give Marv the first crack at this one. Up until 1993, when the town's name changed to Klamath Falls, it was George Nurse that founded this town in 1867. Its original name was, was it Riverville, Fallsville, or Linkville? What do you think, Marv? Boy. Riversville, man. Fallsville, or Linkville?
1: Um, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I really don't know, but Linkville. you going to go with Linkville?
3: Margie, what do you think?
0: Well, once again, the Googling, and it is Linkville. Denver? Oh, you <laughs> know.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, Linkville. Uh. <laughs> yep, <you>
2: guys, <laughs> I tell you, I've done a lot I of, of research.
0: Good yeah, job. Have. I guess so. Good man. job.
3: <laughs> All right, Denver? Oh, this one's yours. You're my ace
1: you're gonna, on this. You're
3: going to start on this one here. All right. All right. This is the bonus. What is the origin of the name Klamath? Is it a collective name for the Indians of several tribes formerly living along the Klamath River? Is it the name given by natives of the area meaning Cloud Peaks? Or does it mean river runs wild? Cloud Peaks. Margie, boy,
0: me. I didn't Google this one, so this that's is just, too bad. Collective just,
3: name of Indians, just the
0: cast here.
3: Name given by natives, meaning "cloud peaks" or "river runs wild."
0: I'm going to say the collective name of Indians. I'm probably wrong. Okay, that's a good
1: one. Marv, um, I'll say rivers run wild. All right. Well, Marv? Marv, we have a winner somewhere. <laughs> Marvin
3: Denver? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Margie's right again. Woo! Yay. Yay. Ah, gee, I wins. get a prize. That's, <laughs> no that's, uh, that's really good, Margie. Thank you. Yeah, well. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. You're the winner. And here's
0: your prize, nothing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. That's you, okay, you, though.
3: You get absolutely nothing whatsoever. <laughs> Isn't that fun?
0: <laughs>
1: oh my goodness sakes! That's interesting, though, about the name change. Yeah. I didn't know. No, I
0: read yeah. that. There's some guy named 1993 named George Link or something, and
3: huh. George yeah. Nurse.
0: Oh, but the, yeah, Nurse. it was. And there's a Link River also.
3: There is a Link River. Yep, yep, yep. It's in fact, it was named after the Link River on whose the falls, uh, the the waterfalls, the city was sited where the, yeah. So it was, I guess waterfalls, and then there's the city right there. Yeah, that's the Link River. Nice. Yeah. Trippy. I don't know why they changed it to Klamath. Do you know why they changed it to Klamath? I don't. Oh, okay. I
0: better do some more Googling, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, that does it for Take 12. Tw- tra- 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 bla- bla. Take
2: 12 trivia? <laughs> trivia. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. okay. Uh, the topic this week, uh, facing new seasons of life. And uh, that's exactly what you guys are doing. And, you know, we joked about it last week that U-Haul's, you know, says an adventure in moving, you know. This has been an adventure for you guys, right? I mean, it's not just, oh, we fall in love, we get married, we move, and there you go. Right? There's all sorts of stuff involved, even in the simplest of Page turns in your chapter of, of life, and and the page is turned for you guys. Um, what has been? And now we're sp- we're speaking of people that are part of the recovery community here. In relation to your own sobriety, in relation to your own recovery, those are two different things, right? What has been the most challenging for you guys in making? and still making this transition of your life into this new season for both of you. Who wants to start?
0: I'll start, I guess. Okay. Um, well, I've, okay, there's a few things, I guess, but, um, well, for one thing, Marv and I really don't know any anybody in Klamath Falls, and we have both a really big support network here in Albany, um, so that's challenging. Marv does have a good friend who is, Close and ha- close to that area, and has a you know she's in the horse community, so that's good. But mm-hmm. but um I've we've worked on that, and um I've already made a phone call to the um, AA folks in Klamath Falls, and uh and this fellow tells me they have a strong AA community, and um they're anxious for us to be there, and and I know that you know we just have to insert ourselves in, and get get uh, familiar with the people, and sure. Um, You know, I've worked with my sponsor for like a couple years, so that's that's a challenge because I'm gonna have to find a new sponsor. But I also know because she and I have talked that I can still she's still my sponsor until I find a new one. Right. We have Zoom, and you know, we'll talk. And um, I don't know. It's just when I moved from Salem three years ago, I had to do this pretty much start all over like this. And Mm -hmm. at first, it's it's daunting and overwhelming, but you know. just have to take it a day at a time, like recovery.
3: Yeah, yeah. So you primarily what it was? Let me let me get this right. You primarily moved there because of the purchase of the home, and you weren't able to find a purchase here. Why, Klamath Falls?
1: That. Uh, I guess you're asking me. Yeah, either one of you, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking
0: at you. Um,
3: because some people are scratching their head going, "With well, all the support that you guys got here, and you don't really know anybody over there, what's going on?
1: Well, the main thing, the major thing is, um, and, and I'm not trying to be uh, uh, s- sarcastic, sure, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, Personally, Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about what Margie thinks either. This is what I think. Uh, I have lived, I came to this valley in 1960. I have lived in this valley uh, all those years, except for a year and a half over in Central Oregon. And uh, obviously, I'm retired now. Yeah. But what's happened in this valley is we have been priced out of here. Mm. There is not one. We have searched from one end to the other um, trying to find something we could afford to purchase. Yeah. And can't. Yeah. It's impossible. We prayed about it. We've talked to people all over the place not only real estate people but uh um o- other landowners and mm-hmm. and you know i'm always trying to get outside information so i can make some decisions the bottom line is we can't purchase anything
3: there's just nothing available right
1: well i mean it, not for that what is available for your needs. is so far out of range right right so we started looking at uh um Lakeview mm-hmm. Prineville lapine, Silver Lake um because the prices of property we thought would be in reason-hmm and um then n- now keep in mind this is months and months yeah I mean, I'm talking months at least six, six or eight months six or eight months yeah, yeah. looking hmm and um and then uh, Margie it popped up on her computer this property we purchased.
0: Early one morning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, you know, you you would think, well, why Klamath Falls? Well, the main drive in my mind mm-hmm. is the country. Yeah. Um It's beautiful down there. It fits well
3: with you guys, right? Yeah.
1: uh, Yeah. Agriculture and ranch country, Mm -hmm. horses, cattle, cowboys. Hiking. Just just my kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Sure. Margie loves the outdoors. She loves horses. And uh, so it seemed like a fit. And we
0: really couldn't afford property in this area at all. And we, we wanted at least a couple acres, which is what we got in Klamath Falls. Yeah. We couldn't afford. Their acreage here in this area is just out out of this world.
3: Right, right. So what is what has been the most challenging? Has that been what's been the most challenging for you, Marv, in this? Is the hunt for the right place to live?
1: Well, that's at least part of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and just to be honest, um, the other challenge uh, about Margie and I getting married, both of us— because of where we came from, mm-hmm. our backgrounds and experience have not been positive. And so her and I both through the months, well, uh, over a year, have struggled hmm. trying to come to terms with uh, uh, what's happened in our past and what we're going to look forward to. Yeah. And so, and then, of course, um as Margie mentioned, leaving those that have been supportive and mm-hmm. and um, family, right? So, yeah, there's really quite a bit. Yeah, know? and the other thing too, kind of a humorous thing is, you know, I'm seventy three years old. <laughs> What's this 73-year-old guy doing moving 400 miles away from – I mean, I'm setting my ways, <laughs> you know, and, and that that really is a real thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, how many guys my age do I know just up and take off I and think get it's cool. married and, you know, off go. <laughs> I, I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's great. So, yeah. um, you know. So there's struggles with that, yeah, or there have been. There's not now, but so
3: let, let's let's talk about because this this piece of entering a new season of of, of your life uh, for all of us, um, whenever we whenever God enters us into a new chapter of our book, right? Um, part of our past is involved in the new chapter, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it does bleed into the new chapter. Yes. Sometimes uh, in ways that are unhealthy. Right. Because maybe we fail to deal with our luggage, <laughs> our baggage. Right. Um, and, and 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 many times in a very positive way because we, we've learned from things and our life experiences taught us some very valuable t- lessons and given us some tools and that kind of thing. Um, Margie, for you... As your life experience, um, though difficult in moving into this new season, are are you going to be able to glean some positive things from that, and be able to interject them into your
0: marriage? Absolutely. Um, you know, I over my lifetime, I've I've made and not not geographic in terms of my alcoholism, but moves to towns that I know nobody in. Um, and it's been a, a, growing, a good experience in the long run. You know, mm-hmm. when I went to college, I moved to La Grande. I knew nobody there. And I, uh, moved to Eugene f- for work and knew nobody. I, I moved to Brookings. I knew, you know, nobody. And, um, I'm excited about exploring our new area. And with Marv, I mean, he's such a, I'm so blessed to have him as, as my husband. Now he's, he's such a open, um, willing to uh, compromise uh he he understands me Mm -hmm. He he actually listens to me you know I have baggage from uh previous relationships um so does he of course but um with him I'm able to talk about things and we resolve them and um you know um I don't know it's just it's been such a blessing to have him uh in my life and I don't know if that answers your question or not but
3: no yeah yeah it does what about you marv things in your past uh, are you going to be able to apply and implement things you've learned
1: into your new life with margie well i certainly hope so that's my goal yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i think uh something that i haven't had before that i have now is what she talked about is uh um uh, the communication Mm -hmm. you know um i know here about two weeks ago or something we kind of got into it and and i reacted based on a trigger i know you're not supposed to say trigger anymore but that's That's a
3: horse's name isn't it it was (laughs) um you can say trigger i don't care we get into trouble all the time on this show
1: um (laughs) I got triggered from a past experience, sure, and re- reacted instead of responded. But ah. what's nice about it, because of recovery and AA and mm-hmm. uh, the work that we do to to move forward, in a short time it dawned on me what I'd done. Ah. and yeah. <clears throat> what the difference is is I could I talked to her about it. Right. Told her what was going on, and she responded and rea- uh, uh, listened. Mm-hmm. Well, I've not had that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. In past relationships right. and stuff. So that had to be refreshing for you <clears throat> Yeah, to have that.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's part of the reason I love her is because she has this sweet spirit and. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna try to fool her. She gets mad at me too. <laughs> 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 but because we're both we're both serious about uh, our recovery and, yeah. and serious about our relationship with God, that uh, it in a short time—not weeks or days, mm-hmm. but in uh, hours—we mm-hmm. resolve the problem, and that's something I really appreciate. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, you know, we hear a lot in the rooms of recovery. We, we will hear um, both sides of the fence when it comes to relationship pseudo counselors, pseudo advisors, make believe, you know, jailhouse counselors, if you will. So, to speak. you know what I mean? And they, And they'll say things like. You know, well, you know, you don't want to date anybody that's, you know, in your home group or you don't want to date anybody in recovery. Uh, You don't want to get into a relationship, you know, with anybody that's in the rooms because that's 13th stepping. And I mean, we get all sorts of opinions and things like that, you know. And of course, we do see people crash and burn, Mm -hmm. you you know. Well, what would you say to folks, though? Uh, And you, you guys decide which one wants the answer first. What would you say to those naysayers that would say? yeah I don't know i don't I don't think you know meeting your spouse in recovery is a good idea. Well who wants to tackle that?
0: I'll, I'll tackle it first okay uh well, I mean yeah there's there's uh, definitely <coughs> some validity in that. um my sponsor did not want me to date before a year, but um I think me personally it has to be on an individual basis. I don't think it's like a black and white thing. You can mm. apply to every single person in the, in the program. Sure. Um, Marv and I were really good friends before we ever started dating. We, um, talked to each other every day at AA and, uh, got to know each other. And, um, when we actually did start dating, I think I had about nine months and, um, you know, I tell my sponsor, I really don't think three months, it's going to make a difference and it was just it was just my opinion that myself that I was ready um, I was mature enough to handle it uh, I'm not um, I know the disease is cunning baffling and powerful but also we have Marv who has you know 34 years sobriety and he wouldn't do anything to jeopardize my sobriety and um, I don't know it, for me it's just a personal thing that you have to apply it to an individual basis mm-hmm. and um, uh, that that's kind of been my take on it um I, I explained all that to my sponsor and um you know we I had to come to the to recognize that my sponsor and I do not always agree on everything <laughs> and that as you know we tie sure, at to sure and uh that's okay that we have to yeah. uh that's just how it is I mean that's human beings we don't agree on everything and uh accept that but um for us I think it was, it worked out fine. I don't know that it does for everybody. And and also the fact that he and I are, you know, we're a little older and I'm not saying we're that makes us better or anything than any other person in recovery. It's just that we've lived a lot more life and, Mm -hmm. and kind of maybe Mm -hmm. know ourselves a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's my take on it. Yeah,
3: Marv, what do you say?
1: It's kind of funny. Uh, I have a, A friend in a program he's been in about as long as I have. And in the past, he's been very uh, uh, opinionated. And his deal is, I will never go out with anybody in the program. It never (laughs) works, you know. Yeah. And and I looked at him. I said, you know what? I said, I've got a 50-50 record. (laughs) i said half half of my marriages have been people out of the program and half have been people in the program (laughs) that's funny that's funny and um but if i (coughs) answer your question um uh and margie knows this but um when we first started uh Uh, I don't know what the line is, where right. there was a little more than just being friends. Right. Um, I was very cautious you based were. on my experience. Sure. I even told her that I was. hmm And um, I think that's wise. I... I Uh, as an alcoholic, I tend to be impulsive and, Mm -hmm. and make these grandiose decisions, but God has shown me in the past that that don't work. Yeah. And so, um, and as time went on, I recognized more and more of, um, her assets. Yeah. And, And, uh. It was appealing to me, and I'm so glad that we took the time to really, uh, you know, and we still don't know each other. Yeah, I think you got to have a lifetime of marriage to you get do. to that. You do. But we have some basic principles that we're going to be able to fall back on, mm-hmm. a uh, God being the main one, um, that I think will be the glue sure. that keeps us together. Yeah,
3: yeah. Denver, what's your take on these two characters?
4: (laughs) Margie, I hardly know you. I mean, we've been together here on the show for, uh, I guess, a year, and I was gone for a little bit on a sabbatical. Marv, your slow, deliberate wisdom I am going to miss.
3: Yeah, indeed. You know,
4: uh, I'm happy for you i'm sorry to see you go going into beautiful country so i understand that to me klamath falls looks like cowboy country i've never lived there (laughs) but it does look like cowboy country over there so uh i wish you guys the best yeah thank you yeah yes
3: and you you yourself have have experienced new seasons of of your life and we worked together when we first met was through adult and teen challenge um and then that season ended for you and then your, your your work changed um and we've been friends through through it all um uh, when the a chapter changes for you denver is it easy for you to accept or do you just kind of ride with it or
4: uh <laughs> how do i answer that is it easy to accept it it is uh it, it kind of is, you know? It, it seems like uh, my seasons, I've been through a lot of odd seasons, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, lately, my seasons have become uh, better. More springs and summers mm. than, than winters in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I contribute that to... Uh, having god in my life first of all the uh the work that has been accomplished so far in my recovery has made the seasons better and i'm uh counting on them getting better you know i'm getting older uh i like to think wiser i people say well i just wouldn't go back to uh being young again this is really a a good time in life you know my season now mm-hmm. it, it's good. I mean, I got my aches and pains and I got my gripes, plenty of those going on right now due to my nature in this world. yeah, but uh, it really is good. So I believe my seasons are getting better. yeah, i'm I'm pleased
3: i I like that. I like to I like to hear of uh, people talk about having serenity and peace and joy in the season that they're in whether they're a young person or whether they're in their retirement age or their golden years, where they're not not—they're not like, man, I just wish I could have it all back and do it differently and I've got all these regrets and then the morbid reflection we talk about on the program, right? But to really enjoy the new season that you're in because there's going to be more new seasons for you guys, right? I mean, are, do you have a horse right now? no i don't have do you one. plan on buying another one yes yeah so that'll be another season <clears throat> right yes you know the season of um what do you call it when you clean out the stall <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: work Margie. S- it's your turn. horse poop it's your turn yeah. <laughs> hey i do that stuff i'm right there beside marv when yeah. we're cleaning out the barn and stuff <laughs> <laughs> i did that with him for quite a while <laughs>
3: Well, there's there's a uh, there's a poem that 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 was written. Um, It is, from what I understand, uh, we still don't know who the author is. Uh, If somebody does, let me know. uh, Email us here at Take 12 Radio Comcast dot net. But uh, it's entitled uh, A Reason, A Season or a Lifetime. You ever heard this this poem before? I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, I think I think it's real pertinent and. Uh, this poem has helped me immensely when it has come to losing friends while I was in recovery, uh, whether it be through death or uh, they moved away and we lost contact or there was a rift. Sometimes that happens, right? Uh, and this, this poem really helped. But um, I, I think this will be of benefit to a lot of people, particularly if you've never heard it before. Uh, it starts out, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you know which one it is, you will know what to do for that person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it is usually to meet a need you have expressed. They have come to assist you through a difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They may seem like a godsend, and they are. They are there for the reason you need them to be. Then... Without any wrongdoing on your part or at an inconvenient time, this person will say or do something to bring the relationship to an end. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they walk away. Sometimes they act up and force you to take a stand. What we must realize is that our need has been met, our desire fulfilled, their work is done. The prayer you send up has been answered and now it's time to move on. Well, some people come into your life for a season. Because your turn has come to share, grow, or learn, they bring you an experience of peace or make you laugh. They may teach you something you have never done. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy. Believe it. It's real. But it's only for a season. Well, lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons. Things you must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and put what you have learned to use in all other relationships and areas of your life. It is said that love is blind, but friendship is clairvoyant. Human conditions are essential to health and well-being. Thank everyone whose presence in your life has made a difference. And, uh, I would put you guys in that last category, lifetime friends, Absolutely. you know, um, and it's seasonal in the sense of eyeball to eyeball, but it's not seasonal in the sense of friendship. It's, it's there, yep. it's, it's set. Uh, and I would, I would put, uh, Denver in that same category. I mean, there's friends that we make, particularly in recovery, uh, that whether we like it or not, we can't forget them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh and uh yeah and 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 th- that's just the way that is and it's I, I think it's you know I I used to think about um I I, I used to dwell on the grief that I had from my behaviors before I experienced a state of recovery, before I applied and implemented the principles of these steps, had a spiritual awakening as a result of them, and then uh, God entering my life and and giving me this wonderful gift of this relationship between me and Him, uh, I, I I would focus a lot on all the brokenness of the relationships in my past, uh, particularly the ones that I was the cause of the the break, you know, the disaster or whatever. And it would haunt me. And uh, that is just not the case anymore. I can look back at some of those experiences and I can say, wow, that was painful. Um, But it doesn't linger any longer. And I think that's one of the gifts of applying the principles of recovery in your life. You know, uh, you move on and you move up, right? And it, it's just it's just a beautiful gift to have that in in your life, uh, to meet new people, to go new places, to move. You said four hundred miles
1: away? No, uh, uh, not four hundred. Mi- four hours. Four hours. Right. Four hours. Oh, my, yeah. Four hours.
3: <laughs> four hours away. Um, you know, but to a beautiful place, uh, another yet gorgeous place of our incredible state uh and you guys and this will be part of your season too your new season is developing new friendships and making new connections and sponsors and uh and meetings and you'll have you'll have more things to get resentful over (laughs) that'll be fun uh, right Right?
0: (laughs) there's always somebody at AA that'll yeah
3: (laughs) so um before we play this song by debbie and michael w smith um i want to give you guys an opportunity uh what would you like to say as your last show to the listeners
0: um i would like to say monty that well first um thank you listeners for for listening for supporting and thank you monty for giving me an opportunity to be on this show um uh, i especially want to say thank you to uh, monty and the listeners in Denver, Marv, of course. Uh, when I went through my um oh gosh, when I went through my uh relapse mm. and I forgot, today is my six month um sobriety day. Which was six months ago. Um, <laughs> 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 um, you know, Monty let me come back on the show. And I'm just hopeful, Marv and I were talking about this on the way over that. I'm just hopeful that my sharing my experience, strength and hope about that whole uh, relapse experience Mm -hmm. was helpful to somebody. Just know that I don't care, you know uh, how long you've been sober and if you lose it and slip and drink or use, you can always, always, always come back, you know, pray, um, pray to God and he'll give you the willingness and the strength. And um, there's always hope. There's always hope. And, This show, I think, is just a a wonderful, a wonderful tool. And Monty, you're just you're just so so good at at what you do. And um, you you can't imagine how many thousands of people that you've helped. And I tell Marv this so often, and he he doesn't he doesn't recognize it, but his sharing at meetings, people people hang on his every word. Yep. I mean, he um, he is so articulate, and he's so good at explaining and sharing and talking about uh recovery and god and um i don't know and he does the same on this show and denver you too you're a such a huge asset and um i'm really gonna miss you guys but we'll be we'll be watching your show <laughs> after we leave so thanks money
3: Klamath falls will never be the same that's right yes. here we come yeah
4: marv you have new listeners now
3: that's
1: yeah right. that's right yeah <laughs> oh boy it's hard to know where to start yeah Uh, for one thing I'm going to miss coming to the show yeah I am big time um, you know the thing about Christ if people can look at it this way is He came into the world, and he met people right where they're at. Mm. And that's kind of the way, in in a strange sense, that I look at this, is we're coming, all of us are coming in here, and we're meeting people right where they're at. Mm. And we're providing hope. And some real, uh, real things that we can do to move forward. Yeah. That's, to me, is so important. Uh, It has been for me. It's been my teachers in AA. It's been uh, people like you in Denver um, uh, and just out in the world. Mm -hmm. But my part of that is I had to pay attention. I had to realize that things in my life weren't always the way I understood them. Yeah. And I had to look into it in a deeper sense. And this program, uh, since I started, has really helped me to see that on a different level. Mm -hmm. Um, The people out there that are listening to this show... um, I don't know if you can understand this but you're important to me. Amen. And uh A A has you know real well, God. Yeah. Yeah, it says in Philippians the second chapter it says consider others as better than yourself. Mm. And it took a long time. And I'm not perfect at it by any means. But that's the way I look at it. You know, I'm I, I, just, I just know that this thing, it, it doesn't stay contained. It grows. It flow, uh, flowers out. Now, I don't, I'm not a flowery person, but it does. <laughs> it, it blooms because each individual out there who we meet right where they are, and they meet us right where they are, where we are, mm-hmm. that expands and continues to grow and just people after people after people some way or another god sets these circumstances up these situations to where part of what we're doing here is part of what's going on out in the world and that's the way i look at this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and um it doesn't make any of us a big shot or a hot shot or Uh, guru or anything, it just makes us part of something that God's uh, plan includes, mm. and I'm really grateful for it. I am going to miss it. Yeah, I, I really am.
2: Yeah. Ah, <coughs>
3: thank you. Uh, I cannot tell you. I, I've I've received just uh, this last week. I received uh, several short blurps from people gonna really miss those guys on the show you guys have saved my life yeah. uh if it wasn't for the show especially during covid you know um i wouldn't have any place to to go I, I mean just uh just some powerful stuff and so you guys will definitely be missed definitely be missed uh and of course when you come back to visit and you will or cecil will hunt you down <laughs> um and then uh, maybe we can work it to to where you you're you're in the studio and say hello and, and and that kind of thing so uh all the best for you guys uh I know God's got some really interesting things in store for you <laughs> that are going that are going to be very good um thank you Mommy. so we're gonna we're gonna hear this little piece and uh Then uh, so everybody uh, hang in there with us. There's a special message at the end here. And uh, this is. um, Well, it's 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 called Friends. It's uh, by Debbie and Michael W. Smith dedicated to Margie. The lyrics to the song Friends made popular by multi dove award winner Michael W. Smith were actually penned by his wife, Debbie. This song was written for a friend who was moving out of town He was part of a close Bible study group, and now he was moving away. Michael said, we were all having a get-together that night, and my wife mentioned, man, we should write. We should do something for Bill. Bill Jackson was his name. And we should write him a song. Well, I said, great. We'll write him a song, and then we'll send it to him. And she said, no, I think we should write it this afternoon. And I thought she had lost her mind. And then 30 minutes later, and I was outside, my wife walked out and handed me the lyrics to friends. I went inside to the piano and in three and a half minutes wrote the melody and we played it for Bill that night and everybody cried. Here's Friends by Debbie and Michael W. Smith, dedicated today to Margie and Marv Ramsey. From all of us here at KHLT Recovery Broadcasting and Take 12 Recovery Radio. You know, as I was listening to this song by Debbie and Michael W. Smith, I was thinking of what, what can I say about Marv and Margie to close out this show, to close out this broadcast day? Well, to be honest, I'm struggling to adequately put into words the deep respect and admiration I have for both of them. And speaking of Marv, well, I, I've known Marv for many years prior to the years that he's been a co-host on this show, And in that time, I have watched him walk through the difficulties of life with dignity, honor, integrity, faith, and always in humility of heart. You know, Marv would never boast of himself, but I don't hesitate to do so for he's been and continues to be an example to me of what a true man really is. Marv loves God. He loves his country. He loves his family his friends, and he loves his recovery fellowship. He has shown me over the years what it truly means when we say love and tolerance. That's our code. Thank you, Marv, for being an amazing co-host, an amazing brother, and a phenomenal friend. Well, more recently, I've had the privilege of coming to know Margie. And though I've only known her for a portion of the time that I've known Marv, I've come to love and appreciate this woman of courage, faith, and kindness. Her gentle spirit and passion for truth and goodwill towards others speaks to her faith in God and his spirit that resides within her. I have watched Margie grow, mature, and develop a recovery that is a fine example for any woman to follow. Her dedication to getting back up on that horse has earned the respect of many who follow her excellent example of applying a program of recovery, well, that few follow today. What Margie has brought to Take 12 Recovery Radio has truly been a gift, and we're going to miss her sweet voice and smile. Thank you, Margie, for being an amazing co-host, an amazing sister and a phenomenal friend. Hmm. So today, though a sad day, it is a day of celebration as we send these two amazing people on their way as they face their new seasons of their life together. So as is fitting with the close of every show here at Take 12 Recovery Radio, we send you off Mr. and Mrs. Marv Ramsey wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Come on, Come
0: on, this has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.
2: This is the place.
5: Woof woof. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Klamath
2: Falls?